Absolute Geek Podcast. It's Thursday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the very last episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. They have decided to move the Doomsday Clock up, which entails made us decide that we're all about to kiss our asses goodbye. So what better way than to make this the very last episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast? I'm Matt. And I am See You Later Kyle. See You Later Kyle. See You Later Alligator Kyle. Yeah. It's been fucking nuclear winter is coming, Kyle. Yeah, it's going to be our own version of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Fucking set with bombs instead of swords and horses. I just figured once it... Once the once we scorched the sky, and the sun doesn't come through, it'll be snowing here. I liked uh, I like Lance's or Lance's response to you that once everyone saw you were having a show, all hell was gonna break <laughs> loose. Yeah, that's pretty fucking funny. No, we're just joking. It's not the last episode. I don't want people to get all like, "What the fuck are you doing that for?" It's just you know, like I was like I went on to the website to look at the Doomsday Clock. And I think five years ago, it was five minutes. Yeah. Now it's two point. Now it's five, two and a half. Two and a half minutes. They knocked yeah. 30 seconds off of it, so it's it's two minutes and 30 seconds to fucking the shitstorm. Nuclear holocaust. Thanks, Mr. Trump. Yeah. I don't... I no, that's what they, they pretty much said. Yeah, it, the, I know. I'm sure they did. It was pretty... Like, he was, the like, the final straw. Like, it's the... It's the it, they said it was the world tension... The nuclear arms, you know, this more and more countries are trying to harness, you know, to make nuclear weapons. And then just the threats and the shit that, you know, spouts from Donald Trump during his campaign was like, that was like yeah. the, the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, because the lady, I, did you ever actually listen to the lady that was talking about no. it? No. She did like a two minute like thing about it. And it was just, it was all of the, you know, the, the fact that nobody's caring about, uh, the climate and uh, you know and then like scientific fact and 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 you know people in the scientific community are being blown off you know people aren't caring as much what these scientists have to say is another reason and fuck and fake news and a lot of this there's, I, I, there's, yeah fake news is there's so much fake news and so yeah. contrived and diluted stories of what everything like it, it doesn't matter what it is right now it seems like and even uh, it's even hit home where local comic book shop owners say that they hate fake news and then spread fake news <laughs> right yeah Getting but you out know of control fake news it, you know and i think with every i don't know where like i don't understand where all this fake news is coming from like Somebody I know posted on their Facebook page, like, there was a, and I hate to get kind of political, but I guess this is kind of where, um, there was a Senate vote the other day about the Obamacare, mm-hmm. and, like, she had all these points, it's taking away this, and it's doing this, and it's doing this, you guys, and I was trying to Google it and see it, and I couldn't find that stuff. Yeah, because it's not real. And as I was like, where did this come from? And she was kind of describing it, but, like, I was... At work, and there was two of us, me and another guy at my work, we were actually, like, Googling it, trying to find, like, all, just trying to find, like, it, information, and I went to Time, and then and New York Times, and Time, Snope. and... If it's not on Snopes, it's, it doesn't <laughs> exist. You know, and it's just, it's just, there's just, I don't know what, but they said that was, like, fake news is actually a contributing factor to... 
I mean, I could understand. And that's why there's so many more jets flying right now. Yep. So, gotta love that jet who's just flying by to hear our fake news. Fake news. I just, I don't, like, it's been, you've noticed the fake news for a while. Yeah. But, like, it just. It's been running rampant lately. But just, like, yeah, like, late, like, the last week, like, eight to 12 months. It just seems like it's it's like my favorites are always Miley Cyrus dead. Or they did it with Stan Lee last week. Did yeah. you see that? No, I didn't see they that. Did, they did. It was going around that Stan Lee was dead. And if you Google Stan Lee dead, it says hoax, and it had you know like the date from like last week. Because I was like, oh, he finally kicked a bucket. Yeah, well, that's only a year off because I'm pretty close to February. Yeah, fucking, I, you see those all the day, all the time on Facebook. It's like, so and so dead. Miley Cyrus dead drug overdose. And right, you got it's all fucking clickbait bullshit. Like there was another one that I seen. It was uh, so I know it posted it. It was kind of like a religious thing. They were like, there was like a storm in Turkey, mm-hmm. or and it and it was raining and it looked and something about it looked like it was raining rocks. Mm. So what they had done was, the, and somebody had taken both of the, what it had to, what it was is it was storming. And then prior to that, a meteor had broken up over like Turkey and it was, the the pebbles were falling, you know, little rocks for the meteor and what they're, the people were doing were taking them and selling them because they were, oh. everybody wanted to buy pieces of the meteor. So somebody took both of those stories Mixed and them meshed together. them together and, yeah. it became, and then I seen someone post it on their on their page, end times are here. It's raining brimstone. Yeah. And I went on and I was like, all right, dude. And I sent to Balik. I said, look, hmm. here's the story. Here's the story. Two different times, two different places. Or it was the same place, but it was two different. It was like two different years. That's right in brimstone. You know, end times are here, you know. And it's like, dude, you know, you, you put these stories on. Fake news. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you can't. You know, you can't get all your Donald Trump stories from Facebook. There's some fake news I approve of, like The Onion. Like, I, I love but The Onion. But you know that satire going well, into yeah. it. And, and they no, let you yeah. know that it's satire. But, like, okay, Truth Examiner. Have you seen that website? Mm-hmm. Is that real or fake? Um, I think it's fake. It's fake. Huh? I thought so, too. That's why I'm kind of, like, ever since, like, we were doing, like, even when we were doing What the Fuck Friday, we weren't very, like, Hardcore on whether it's real it was, or it's, it's, it was satire. it's satire. Yeah, it's just whatever we thought was funny, and we could run with to make people laugh. And then people are like, "Well, that's not a real news story. That's not real news." Well, we're not fucking. You know, at that point, we're well, I'm not like. Of course, some lady didn't stick a fucking two pounds of yeah. of cookie dough up her vagina and right. it fucking and it baked when she I, fell. I don't. I'm not trying to be a credible in, in that aspect in a show like that. I'm not trying to be a credible news source. But then when you try to be a credible news source and you're like, I want to get this right, like when we were looking into some of these other stories, like the Phoenix Comic Con story and all that, you're like, well, I want to get it all right. And then people are like, well, you're not real reporters. You report satire. And it's just like... There's no winning. Yeah, no, you, you got no have medium. But the shit that goes on on Facebook is stupid. Like, you see, like, I was, what was it, the other day, someone was posting around that Gilligan died. I was like, dude, you know Gilligan died in ago. 2005. Yeah. I you posted know? that to a few people's page. You know, that was years ago. It's just like, like I said, Miley Cyrus dead or Stan Lee found dead or, you know, it's fucking all this other stupid shit. And, and then clickbait's a fucking huge issue to you. I'm so, dude, I'm so tired of 
clicking on something and then and then it automatically tell me I won an iPhone. Yeah, that shit's I'm annoying. I'm tired of that shit. But I, I I just don't get what I don't know. Like it's like something has to be done. Like how how but how do you take it and? Well, Facebook has done a lot to start trying to fight fake news, but it's, it's too just, rampant. It's, yeah, it's it's just everywhere now, and it's and everybody's posting and sharing and reposting and, and yeah and clicking in links and you know what I mean copying and pasting links in, and and mm-hmm. it's just there's no way for them to control it like right they I, I don't even know what they could do to control it yeah you I, know what people just need to stop being stupid I guess but just, just, just fact check what you do. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, there's so much. And the other one that annoys me is if, I don't know if you've picked up on this. There's fake news going around now that they change certain events. Like it'll be something that you actually know happened, but then like it changed the events that uh, that took place to to make it fit like somewhere else. You know what? I was just talking about that today. Like, like, like things are being slanted more now to mm-hmm. to to point you in a direction or make you feel a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I know a lot of, you know, and that's how documentaries have always been. They've, you know, a documentary on fracking or something is always, yeah. you know, skewed it towards, you know, how they want you to feel and see it. But well, and like the, the whole doomsday clock thing we were talking about, that's fucking, it's a scare tactic. Like I know it, it's supposed to represent like, the, when it hits midnight, it's like the end of the world. Like it's. But they've been doing the this since 1946. Yeah, it's just a scare tactic, though. Like that was the whole thing about Watchmen. Like it took place in the Watchmen and shit like that. It's how. What happens if it hits fucking midnight? Who are they to judge? It's, it's a bunch of scientists. Yeah. Who are they to judge? Okay, it hits midnight, and guess what? You wake up the next day, and the sun is I'm shining. I'm pretty sure it's not going to hit midnight. I'm pretty sure it'll. Everything that's going to transpire is already going to be going on. The world, yeah, but the case is the world is in. Because those scientists that, are in Chicago. Yeah, but it's the world is in a state right now. It's never been into it. Yes, everyone is on edge. There's it, it can't get much shittier than it already is. It seems like for as awesome as everything is nowadays, you're having to, for the, you know, for for the good, there has to be the bad. Right. It seems like for as awesome as everything, so for as much awesomeness as there is now today, mm-hmm. just with the way we can connect and communicate and be and get around and everything that we do, there's so much bad that has to come with it. Well, you, I mean, look at, look at what happened in, look at what happened with the inauguration, the inauguration last Friday and. You know, people lost their fucking minds and they started rioting and, and shit. And like, I understand that you don't approve of the president who was elected by the people. I understand that you don't approve that it was elected by the Electoral College and not the popular vote. But explain to me what destroying someone's business, <laughs> some small business does for your cause. You're causing these people more pain and and turmoil and destroying their lives just because you're pissed off about who your president is. You know, that's that's all I see everywhere now is hashtag not my president or hashtag not my this or hashtag not my that. You know, I did it the other I did it last night. I was like, hashtag not my blink 182. And then someone. What's that for? What? Well, because one of the members of blink 182 isn't Tom DeLonge. He's not part of the band anymore. And they got another dude in their touring. The guitar player? Yeah. Who's, who's also in Angels and Airwaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not part of the band anymore. And uh, 
we uh so it's just like hashtag not my blink 182 just screwing around in um my buddy kyle anderson was like hashtag no tom no listen and it's just stupid shit like that but like i saw you know i'm everyone knows i'm a packers fan and they lost and i was like all right well you know it, it okay but then the next day after the steelers lost all i'm seeing is hashtag not my super bowl and it's just like listen i don't you know hashtag not my president he's your president so i already tell you he's everyone's president you know, if you live in the United States, he's your fucking president. <laughs> Hashtag not my Super Bowl. Guess what? It is your Super Bowl because you're not getting another one. They're not going to redo the games. Redo. They're not going to change the teams. So guess what? That's the Super Bowl. You're Next getting. year they should just pick everybody out of a hat. You know, nobody just, plays it every week. They'll they'll have three people sitting there, mm-hmm. and instead of playing the games all day, so for ten minutes they'll slide two hats for the teams, and they'll pull it out. Yeah. That's who wins. I don't know. That's what they should do. I don't know. I just, just shake it up. Is it going to be Arizona or Seattle? Yeah. Oh, Seattle wins. I just, I blame, like we talked about it before, though. I just blame the pacification of this country. It's essentially I, what it is. I, I just, I think everyone's just, whatever, everybody has a view on it. And the fact that we don't spank anymore is what the problem is. Spank your kids. God damn it. I just think everybody has an opinion and they get to say it. Yeah. And it and what happens <laughs> is is you have an opinion and you read it and 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 what happens is is somebody reads it and then it becomes and then they they have their own opinion that meshes with it and it becomes something else and I think yeah. it just it's opinions like, are like mixtapes and no I don't want yours. Right. And it's just like, you know, it's it ends up being a horrible horrible telephone game. Mm-hmm. So by the time all these Fucked up stories are done being told, and it gets to the top. It's, it's just, it's a mess. Well, I was talking to a guy today from work, and he was just kind of bullshitting with me while we were trying to get his shit up and running. And he was like, "You know what's wrong with this country?" And I was like, "Oh God, here we go." Cheetos. No, and he was just like, <laughs> "I love Cheetos." He was like, "We stopped spanking our kids." He was like, "I don't know how you're old." He's like, "You, you sound like you're a little bit older." I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm in my thirties," and he's like. Yeah, well, the generation after you, the ones that are coming up right now, he was like, that's the generation where they didn't spank their kids. And all these kids are growing up to be little assholes and and stuff. And I'm like... I don't think it's a matter of spanking. I think what it is is, is we've, we've, we've given... It all goes down to everybody getting an award. Yeah, participation award. And, and yeah. I, and, and I think that's where a lot of it comes from is, is everybody has been given... This entitlement, mm-hmm. you know, I've worked here for three weeks. I don't understand why I'm not president of the company. Right. I think everybody has this self sense of entitlement and nobody. So there's, so everybody's just kind of fucked up. A lot of people are, you know, like, you know, I've been here eight days longer than this guy. So I should have more authority. Yeah. Well, you're not as good of a worker. So just because, you know, it, it you know, just like it worked, just. And that's where I noticed a lot of the self entitlement is, is at work. Fuck it. I just won't do it anymore. I quit. Yeah. You know, and it's just. Well, it's shitty because I watch someone like my dad who's a hard worker and he works for the city. And every year he's he's always the runner up to employee of the month to the employee of the year. And he busts his ass and everything like that. And he it's just like, doesn't like butthole good enough. I guess. But he 
he works his ass off and everyone he acknowledges him. spread the cheeks wide enough. I guess. To everyone truly <laughs> lick the star. Everyone acknowledges him, but then when it comes time for like promotion or employee of the year, they're like, oh, look the other way. Hey, John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you've been here a month. What's up? You're employee of the year. You yeah. know, it's it's just stuff like that. And even even in, you know, everyday workplace, like I've been at my job three years now and someone who works there a month gets promoted. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, and it ends up being who you're sleeping with or who you're who you know or who got that's, you in or that's all it is. It's, it's not what you know, it's like who that. you know. Right. And it's even even like like in my world there's no participation awards. I'm I know you're a dad. I don't have kids yet, but when I do have kids, there'll be no participation award. You lose, you lose. There's no better luck. Yeah, but the you know, you know to you can do it, but the problem is the schools don't do that. And yeah, no, no. So you but, can't you can't come you can't let your kid come home and take it away. I fucking will. You just well, you got to explain that you know just because you won that you know you need to try harder so you can, you know it, it's kind of dude. If my kid came home with a participation award or a, a tr- if I play in little league or peewee football if he got a, a trophy for being last place you better believe i would take that away from him and be like there's no trophies for last place now i might take it away from him and, and reuse it at a later time like if he did something good give it give it to him with rebranded or something but there's there's no trophies for last place and that's not how i'm gonna i'm gonna do things with my family like if i ever have kids there'll never be a you you, tr- you know I'll, I'll, I'll say you did good son you tried but you're not going to get a fucking award because, <laughs> you know, that's like the little league coach that takes everyone for pizza, even if you fucking no, you don't get fucking pizza. You suck today, Billy. You could watch us eat pizza. <laughs> well, that's a different story. Like if you're at a team and you're winning as a team, like that's that's one thing. But if you're in last place and every weekend's like the coach is like, we got killed forty nine to two. Let's go get pizza, kids. You know, <laughs> and it's just like, come on, it, it, I don't. I don't know. That, just, but that's that, that's the whole problem is, is these people have grown up with this. A lot of people have grown up with this self sense of entitlement. Like they should they should be rewarded and, and feel accomplished for not doing anything. And I think this is kind of the uh, this is what the it's grown and it's it's turned into a monster. And this is what the monster that's been created is. Well, yeah, and it, it, it's like that with success anywhere. Even in podcasting, you get people who are like, well. We started a podcast. Why don't we have 30,000 listeners? Or why don't we have sponsors yet? And we've been doing this for two weeks. And Yeah. I've done a whole podcast. I should be fucking famous. The The YouTube generation does it a lot, too, though, because you can... It's so easy with the internet to go viral overnight and then have your YouTube channel explode. Yeah. And then people are just like, well, how come my, viral, my video is not going to go viral? You know, it's... Luck of the draw. Yeah, well... That is, Like, who knows... There's no formula to it. Who knows what stupid fucking video is going to blow up next or what stupid fucking thing is going to blow up next, you know? We could have an episode where we're talking and you rip ass right in the middle of the episode and fucking everyone's like, oh, it's so funny and it just explodes. And then that's where it goes, you know? It's Who knows when and where and how? It's just, it's just the luck of the, like you said, the luck of the draw. But I don't know. It's just a, I, I think it's just an culmination of things of why... This, the state of manhood is such shit right now. You know, it, I can't even. I just, I can't even stand to look at Twitter because of the stupid shit people put on there. Uh, I don't. I can't stand to look at Facebook half the time, and you know, I can't. 
Dude, honestly, the only thing in my Facebook feed, like if you go to my feed, it's a comic, com- books. comic book auction, comic books, comic book auction. Yeah. Bacon. Bacon. I I don't know if someone is voting of wolf over Donald Trump. Well, there's already people like begging. And I'm, I'm, I've been, I don't know if you've seen this on Facebook yet. But there's like people begging you, contact your local governor, contact your your state representative. Let's get Donald Trump impeached. Like it's already started. Like yeah, the dude hasn't even been in office. He's gonna be in office a full fucking week, and like it's already started. Like it's just I'll have to give it to him though. And and by saying this, do not think that I I agree with him, because I don't agree with him. On any level, you know, but uh, the one thing I will give him right now is he said he was going to do certain things for the first week he was in there. He's doing it. And he's fucking doing it. Yeah. And most of the time people get in there and they fucking pussyfoot around about it, you know, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I, a wall doing everything he's, I don't give a shit. I don't agree with those things. Yeah. I don't agree with most of his uh, views of pretty much fucking everything. I don't agree yeah. with, you know what I mean? But the one thing I will have to say, though, is yes. He said he was going to do shit, and the things that he said he was going to do, he's fucking doing it. Well, that's the problem. Is that there's no there's no unity in this country. Both political parties, I don't even want to talk about politics, but both political parties are fucked. You have the people on you know, this one side that were saying, well, if Donald Trump supporters lose, they're going to riot and they're going to, you know, loot and burn the streets and protest and and protest that Hillary won. Well, look who's doing it now. Like, right. it's not it's not the, the people who supported Trump that's fucking doing it. It's the people who said the other side was going to do it. And now they're the ones that are doing it. And it's just, you know, and then you wonder why they moved the fucking doomsday clock up. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it. come on, people. Have a little responsibility for what's going on in the world. <laughs> we'll see. We're going to find out. But yeah, that, I mean, I think it's just we've created this monster of, of self-entitlement. And I think yeah. this is, I think, I honestly think this is self-entitlement in social media. And this is what we've created as the world. Well, like you had the big woman's march and. I didn't even know that was going on until the I day support, it was going yeah, on. Yeah, I support women, equality for women. I think they should get paid the same amount as men. Yeah, I think they deserve the same type of job as men and can do just the same thing as men. But I'm not going to sit there and go on Facebook to the 14 people that don't give a shit. I support equality, women's equality and I'm marching with them. And, <laughs> you know, you're you're like got fucking Tim Harrison or whoever the fuck it is over here. Like, yeah, fuck you. I don't give a shit, you know. I think you march for whatever you believe right. in. Like, I'm all for women's rights, but you don't need to post about it. None. The right to make a sandwich. Oh I'm just God. playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> but I just say, this, this isn't a fucking political, political podcast. We're way off of it. It's just this all kind of culminates in with our first, the, the whole doomsday clock thing and the joke we started with from the show. But <laughs> it's just, it's all a culmination of it. And we have nobody to blame but ourselves and... Just gotta fucking Fuck, speak quit for bitching. yourself. Blame yourself. Quit bitching about it and do something. I'm going to. I'm gonna march. Well, I'm not talking about you 
specifically. I'm saying I'm gonna march, get something to eat after this. Yep, there you go. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I'm gonna go get some nice imported Panda Express. That's what I'm having tomorrow, so I can't have it tonight. <laughs> That's what you're having tomorrow, huh? Uh, Grubhub delivers oh. Panda Express, so I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna have man. it delivered to work tomorrow. I had a fu- dude. I love Uber Eats. I fucking love it, dude. Yeah. For fucking three bucks, man, you could pretty much have anything in this valley delivered to you in 30 minutes. Nice. It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> three bucks on top of whatever you fucking pay for the food. That's what you do with pizza already. Yeah, that's true. What's the difference? Right. If it's pizza or fucking. Dude, who, who's that? Said? Fuck, that's. Who says, I understand Uber, but who says, dude, you know what I want to do? I want to be a delivery fucking boy for somebody. I'm going to do Uber Eats in fucking three bucks and just deliver. Yeah, you get 80% of it. How lazy are fucking people now? Dude, I, I got it today. I got... Uh, like, Amazon will deliver groceries to your house in, in an hour. Like, you don't even have to grocery shop anymore. It's fucking great. You can fucking order your groceries online and someone else will do the shopping for you at Walmart and they'll have... You just pull up, pay, and fucking... It's fucking great. Yeah, you, like, you, you pull up, pay, and they load your car. Like... What kind of shit is that? Like, you literally don't have to leave your house anymore and interact with fucking anybody. Nope. Anyone. It's fucking great. I, I, I mean, I, you know what? Like, when I work, I don't like to leave and go somewhere for work. Mm-hmm. I work downtown. Oh, yep. yeah, for lunch. <laughs> I don't I, like I, to leave and go anywhere for work. Me neither. I don't like to go to work either, but no. But I work downtown, so I don't like to leave for lunch because wherever I go, it takes me forever to get there and get back. Yeah. Fucking like I I got a place called Fire Fired Pie today. It's a yeah, pizza, you know it's pizza. Yeah, it's a build your own pizza place. Yeah, it, it was fucking. I ordered it. So how did that work? Did they? Did you call the place and order, or oh, did you, you order the, the app through Uber Eats? Yeah, and you just tell them what you want, uh-huh. and then that person goes and stands in line for you, and orders it, and then brings it to you. Yeah, I don't know. No, they don't order it. It's made. And then they come and they say, I'm here for the Uber orders. And they pick them up and they fucking deliver it to you. I'm going to check this out. It's f- here. I've, I already got it on my phone. I already have it downloaded. It's, dude, it's, 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 I usually used, I used to use Grubhub, mm-hmm. but Grubhub, Grubhub takes, see, like I got, I got fired pie today and this dude delivered it. How was it? It was fucking good. How was the delivery? Well, it wasn't that great, but. The delivery wasn't that great. He walked in and said, Here's a pizza for somebody, and he dropped it on the counter and walked away. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, I mean, like, look. Here's uh, a pizza for some fat ass. Let's see. I'll go here. I'll go, okay, your house, current location. I'll pick done. Okay. So it tells you everything that's delivering by you. Okay. So it, it, look, Westgate. It'll, It'll bring you shit all the way from Westgate. In downtown, but it's like, so it's, and it tells you what's delivering, you know, stuff that's near you, Mexican, oops, there's Mexican, Indian, you can get Fuddruckers, it's, and they just, and the only Fuddruckers I know is way, Arrowhead, yeah, no, Uh, oh, there's one at Arrowhead, there's one at Arrowhead, the only one I know is at, um, fucking, the 17, yeah, but like, you know, like if you want Johnny Rockets, you can get Johnny Rockets, if you, if you want pieology, yeah, that's an Avondale. The, the True Burger. If you want, uh, dude, yeah, that's a trick dude. and a half for some fucking pieology. Uh, pizza. So if you wanted sushi, you could have sushi delivered. Greek. 
damn, dude. Uh, everything's about, well, you're further out, so everything's a little, it's, it's about 40 minutes. Uber Eats. But for three bucks, man, they'll fucking, and so now you're not just stuck with, because, you know, like, you got to think, okay, what, what delivers? Pizza? Yeah. Jimmy John's? And some Chinese restaurants, and that's pretty much it. Now you can have whatever the fuck you want, pretty mm. much. You know what I mean? Like, you want a gyro? Here's a gyro place. Here's a pizza place. You want ice cream? There's a place to deliver ice cream. <laughs> Look, you want fucking uh, donuts? There's a place that delivers donuts. It's, dude, it's it, it's fucking great. And for three bucks, they'll fucking, they'll deliver food to you in about a half hour. Like, it told me that Fired Pie was going to be there in 40 minutes. From the time I ordered to the time that it got there, it was 22 minutes. Really? From ordering to delivery, 22 minutes. Hmm. For three bucks. I mean, like it was tax, you know, just like normal, you know, when you order something, there's tax and a delivery charge. So, you know, the, what's the difference? So do you tip on top of that? No, it's Uber. You can if you want, but it's not recommended or it even says that it's not uh, required or necessary. But you can. I, once in a while, throw the dude a couple bucks if I have a couple bucks in my pocket. You know, I find that interesting that we're the only country that still tips. Or one of the only countries that still tips. Tipping in Europe? Like, tipping isn't a thing. It's because weird. they make more to, to work there. Well, yeah, but even, even like, now, like, so you go to a restaurant and they charge you a gratuity. And, I mean... Only with large parties. Do you, but, you know, gratuity, like, they, like, Domino's has a delivery fee. Yeah. But that money doesn't go to the delivery driver. No, it goes to the place. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't make any money. They're paying somebody to deliver pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm like, um, okay, but. I don't I think, I think Uber Eats is fucking the shit. All right, well, let's fucking stop talking about this stupid shit and let's talk about something like what our listeners came here to listen for. Or here. And oh, they're fucking, already, they've already stopped Yeah, they're listening. already gone. They're, See you later. They're done with Goodbye. us. Goodbye. Uh, you said you were having some uh, some issues with the combo group today? I didn't have any issues. I just, you know, I just, I'm a part of, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm a part of a lot of Facebook groups. You know, trading, selling. Most of them are comic book related. Forums, buying, selling, trade. I do a lot of, I like to watch a lot of auctions. I didn't realize how many groups you were a part of until recently. How? Until situations go that have been going on. And you're like, dude, have you seen this or have you seen that? And I mean, like comic books is it's you really look into this. It is a very it's not a very big community. Mm-hmm. It's very small, even 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 countrywide. It's 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 not hard for everybody to, especially with social media, to find out like what's going on, like that stuff with. The uh, the uh, outlaw Comic Con stuff and the guy that that you know the the weird stuff that he had kind of done in the past, like yeah, like everybody knows who this guy is. You know what I mean? But what I was talking about, I was I was just like, how hard or easy is it? Like with a group of, you know, like we have a very small group on Facebook. Our our podcast group is very small. It, it's it's. You know, and it's cool, but there's not, you know, there's a little bit of banter, you know, (coughs) we, 
you know, we do a lot of bullshitting in it. It's kind of cool, but I'm in a lot of these groups that have like 8,000 people. Yeah. So with 8,000 people, there's a bunch of moderators and administrators and, you know what I mean, trying to keep. But there just seems like there's so much drama in them. There's always, like we've got to the point where I'm in I'm in Facebook groups so that you can learn how many people are out there scamming other people, which is a good thing. Yeah. But, and then, you know, and it, it just always just seems like there's constant drama. And I was like, I was just, is that something you've noticed? Or are you not in a lot of Facebook groups? Um, I don't honestly, like I'm part of a, like the, the Facebook buy here, trade here, um, Facebook, the comic auctions, but I don't like, pay attention to them. And especially now more that like Facebook has kind of changed the way they do everything on the app. Like, look. Yeah. These are all my comic book groups. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm part of groups, but like not that many, or people don't post in them, or I just ignore them when they post. But I, what I was saying is the the one I was really like into, like the my probably one of my top ones was a buy and sell trade group and a forum group. It was called CBCF, and uh, it was it was just there's all of a sudden like it was one of the coolest groups to be in. Everybody was like. It had the less drama out of every group that it ever been in. Like there was very little like fighting and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like in the last two days, it like spiraled out of control to the point where it got like archived. Yeah. And it's just like it's. But what happened was, is there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff going on. And like some money was taken and like the whole group got shut down. But I mean, it's just it's insane to see like how much behind the scenes drama can go on in a Facebook group? Like yeah. it, 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 like to the point where all this drama went on in the matter of hours, it was out of control. And then within, in less than a day, the whole entire group was shut down and archived and closed. Yeah. To the point where somebody else came in and bought the group. How can you buy a free Facebook group? That's yeah. Well, unless but, someone's lying that they didn't buy the group, they just—they they said they bought the rights to the group, and they gave the guy currency, and mm. then he opened the group back up, and now it's like it never happened, and it's fucking running strong again. But I just see like it's such a small community, but I see all of these. There's always so much drama going on with with discussions and buying and selling. I just is. It, it posed the question to me is, is being able to have these groups like this, like a good thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily good for the drama that it spreads around. I mean, like, but you, people feed on it. Like it's, yeah. But if you look at Facebook now though, Facebook is hashtag, not my Facebook. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> um, Facebook, sorry for the on Facebook is like essentially, all market now like they want you to notice their facebook yard sale page and like even to the point where on the app it, it automatically shows you or the one thing i really hate is whenever somebody goes live on facebook live and it automatically like shows you that you have a notification oh, oh it pops in the corner yeah that they're, that they're live you have a notification and you're like i don't really care about you being live i don't care about this and you it just like so you're looking at like oh someone commented on something i said and then, boom, 
so and so is live, or so and so was live ten minutes ago, and you're like, I don't really give a fuck, <laughs> you know. I just like I don't really just like like how much behind the scenes drama can one Facebook group have? That's that like I don't understand that part of it. Like if you're just there to uh, well, those Facebook those Facebook comment pages are a cesspool anyways because most people that aren't there trying to buy or sell or trade books they're trying to scam you rip you off or fucking troll you see like when i first got into these groups a while ago they were awesome it was it was there things were fucking awesome priced it was easy to buy it was easy to sell like i sold a bunch of shit on there and i bought a bunch of shit and and i really only had like one or two issues like Mm -hmm. I, i remember one of the issues i had was i uh I'd sent the guy something and I always said, I've always, always sent everything with tracking. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, Hey, my book didn't show up. And I took a screenshot. <laughs> According to the USPS, your book is in your mailbox. Well, it's not in there. I was like, dude, he's like, I want my money back. And I was like, he's like, cause I didn't get my book. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm telling you the tracking says it's in your mailbox. Mm-hmm. I was like, is that at your address? He's like, yes. I was like, is that your zip code? He said, yes. I was like, is that your city? He's like, yeah. I was like, is that your state? It's like, dude, I can't do anything more. I'm not going to give you your money back because you, I could see if it was three weeks later and the tracking said it never showed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's happened before too. And I've given somebody's money back. Like the the one time the post office forgot to scan because if they don't scan your book, the post office the first time and every time they scan it afterwards, it doesn't show up. Hmm. And like the guy messaged me and he was like, Hey, that book didn't show up. It was like four days later and I had already took it to the mail and it already and he's like, uh and then he and I was like, shit, I couldn't prove he got it or not. So I gave him his money back and he left my feedback. Thanks for the great transaction. He <laughs> gave me five stars. So he got the book. It just didn't scan and he found a loophole. Mm. But those are, you know what I mean? And I was like, I argued with, I, and I finally was like, you know what, dude? You're arguing with me over a $2 book. Yeah. Here's your two bucks back, dude. You, you can keep your Deadpool book. Right. But I mean, that, but then all of a sudden, it just seemed like, not all of a sudden, it just seemed like over like a year or so, it just seems like it was nothing but scamming and cheating and stuff. And I, I just, I, I just, I don't know. It just seemed like it went from this good, wholesome, nice thing to like this fucking cesspool, like you said. Yeah, it's terrible. But I, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was, it just, it, I just, I read what's going on these things, you know, and then I just don't understand how like people could do this and then say, hey, we're going to do this. And then they keep the money and don't do what they say they're going to do. It's like, I just don't understand. I don't know. That was just my rant. No, yeah, I, I completely understand where you're coming from with how it's not. It just doesn't work. It it doesn't help the industry at all. It helps. It hurts it, you know. And you just get these people, and that's the problem with with Facebook and all that is people can be keyboard warriors, and it gives them all a reason to just complain about everything or sit behind their door and be like, "Well, I don't, I don't fuck this book," you know, and. You never know who you're dealing with. The art of the face-to-face deal is now gone. You're doing yeah. it over the internet, so you don't know what the dude looks like. That you're, you but know, on the same shady note, or... it's it's great because you've you've you're not you're not tied down to you know your neighborhood. Like yeah, having a brick and mortar store. Yeah, you're not tied down to just you know like 
Phoenix. You you have the you know the world is your in your open twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean it's great, but yeah, it's just it's just everybody has found you know like everybody wants something for nothing. Mm-hmm. And, like I, I can't believe how many people like like a lot of people on there do mail calls, and I've never seen so many people bitch about the outside wrapping of a package. Oh, they sent it in a manila envelope. Motherfucker, there's seven pieces of cardboard in it. You couldn't bend it if you wanted to. Right. I'm going to get my money back. And I was like, it's it's a manila envelope that you're going to toss in the fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Like, I understand if your book comes bent and it's because he fucking... He slid it in and used a fucking... A plastic bag to fucking protect it. I get that. But I don't know. I... I think I've just gotten off track with my fucking complaint. But I don't know. I just think these these Facebook groups of like they're like I guess it's just like anything else. They've just they've became these like out of control monsters. Yeah, they just need to like I don't know. I, I don't know how they would go about fixing them, but they can't because it's you know, like even like the one group that got shut down, they had these moderators for it, and those were the people that were scamming behind the scenes. I don't know. It's 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 insane. Let's get into some comic book news before yeah. you fucking fall asleep on the show. No, nah, I'm not gonna fall asleep. <laughs> it's been a long day, man. Long day. <laughs> Crazy ass day. But yeah, that all just kind of goes all hand in hand with what we were talking about before the whole fucking doomsday clock thing and how us as a, a, a society and the shit that we pull and how we can't fucking get along over some of the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> Is why we are are basically slowly driving ourselves to doomsday to midnight to midnight. Why do I ticket to midnight? I wonder what the doomsday clock was in nineteen forty six. I don't know. Uh, but um, comic book movie news, well, or just news in general, because that's what y'all y'all here for. Ooh. That's that why they're here. They're here I'm for tired. awesome banter. Yeah, my fucking yawning. I'm tired, man. It's the, the shitty part about getting up so early. Um, here's the one that kind of broke today. Um, in the last couple hours, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the New York Times has decided to drop graphic novels and best sell- from the bestsellers list. <laughs> uh, the New York Times. The New York Times is set to conduct a major overhaul in its bestsellers list. As of February fifth, as part of this reorganization, it is dropping its sublist of hardcore or not hardcore hardcover graphic books, paperback graphic books, and manga. manga. So that means so without that, that means Watchmen doesn't become as popular. V for Vendetta doesn't become as popular. Like you have all these these graphic novels that might not have ever become what they are today without this top ten list or. You know the bestsellers list, so it's a shame. I don't know. I I personally think it's a shame that comic books are being removed from it because I think they deserve to be there. They're they're works of art. They're masterpieces. They teach you things. They have good moral values. You know, they're they're just as good as to read as anyone who's <laughs> as anything. You know, you want to fucking. They didn't say why they were doing it. Just they're saying that it needs to be overhauled, and then. 
Those were something that they felt were no longer needed. Weird. So, like, the Harry Potter book could be in the best times, you know, the bestsellers list, but Watchmen isn't going to be up there anymore. And it's just, I think that's what, it kind of drives the, um, I don't know what I'm looking for here. Like, I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> I just completely lost my train of thought, but it, it drives the narrative, like, that it's a best time, it's a New York, you know, People see New York Best Times or Bestseller and The Watchmen and and things like that, and I, I feel like graphic novels have just as much right to be up there as as any other book, like Lord of the Flies or any of these other classics. Like there's there's some schools that teach these books, like The Dark Knight um, Returns. There's people that teach that in history class, and you know there's. There's people who teach comic books, and I just think it's weird that it's something like this and the New York Times bestsellers list are going to decide to drop this category, which is kind of shocking to me. I just don't understand. Like, I mean, they, they're not doing it to pave the way for something else. They're not no. doing it. They're not. I don't. I, just uh, they're not putting together quality products anymore, I guess. I, I don't know what it is. Or there's not as many graphic novels coming out as there was in the past. I, I, I don't know. That is but. true, though. There, there isn't as many coming out. No. I mean, there's more. Because they're all going to single-issue form. I mean, there's more uh, trade paperbacks coming out, but there's not yeah. as many graphic novels coming out as there once was. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if trade paperbacks would fall under that title because it's no, I don't. It's think... a collection of single issues. I think, well, The Watchmen was a collection of single issues, too. Yeah, I don't know. I just whoa! whoa. Ding. Phone hit microphone. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Uh, could the Flash movie be in even more trouble? Since losing its second director, news surrounding the project has been few and far between. With fans wondering if this film would land a third and hopefully final director director quickly enough to retain the film's 2018 release date. Well, making that release date looks like it'll be a little less likely to happen as the film script is now said to be undergoing rewrites from writer Joby um What Harold, movie is this? The Flash. Oh, they're starting to fuck with that one again? Yep, rewrites now. by They're bringing in oh. writer Joby Harold, who WB called in to overhaul the script. Harold's upcoming project, including King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, which itself had been had plenty of setbacks leading to its release um, and previously announced Robin Hood and Twilight Zone reboots for Warner Brothers. You know who they should call in to help with this? Who? Jeff Johns. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, he did it. Dude, he was an awesome Flash writer. Yeah. Like, they, like he should be... He's a consultant for them, too, though. But he should come in and fucking write for it. Like, it, it would benefit if... It would to- truly benefit if he came in and oversaw it and helped with the, if they're going to do rewrites a lot of rewrites have him come in he's very knowledgeable he fucking wrote flash for a yeah. long time yeah that's true you know what i mean like why would you not have him i th- i think it would be better like you know what i mean yeah no i i understand you're saying that having someone who knows the source material better do it I mean, if they have the person that's writing the Flash TV show helping with it, I mean, that's... 
I mean, I'm sure it, it's going to be good, but they should have, like, Jeff Johns in there, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you should, yeah, he should definitely be in there writing. I, I agree with that 100%. Um, I mean, it, like I said, it's, someone that, it's nice to have someone who knows the source material, who's written for it, who knows the character's background, who knows how the character should be written, how the character should be portrayed, everything like that. It's going to make that movie more fluent, and it would probably go a long way to save the DC universe that's right now their cinematic universe is in fucking shambles, and you hear at least weekly how um, Justice League is in shambles, and they've had to do rewrites and, and things on that, and trying to fix that movie is what's delaying Ben Affleck's solo Batman movie, and then now you got The Flash is supposed to come out next year, and... You, you hear that they're doing extensive rewrites for the script and it, you know, they have some uh, cast pieces set in place, but not everything's set in store in that movie. And it's just, you know, I would, I would be okay if they like, all right, listen, we're going to shelf flash and we'll bring them back ne- in two years when we have our shit together. Yeah. And cause I, I, that is one movie that they shouldn't fuck up. Like they could make the, f- and I think his costume. They could make stupid. it sound like a franchise. His costume looks stupid with fucking like power armor. Yeah, I don't like it. Looks dumb. Grant Gustafson needs to play him. That's exactly it, dude. I just won the uh, Amazing Spider-Man, the Scotty Young variant. Nice. You know what I'm talking about? Which one? It's got Deadpool and him on it. Oh, uh, nice. I just got it for twelve bucks. Whoop, whoop. Look at this guy over here, fucking comic book buying and selling and trading instead of podcasting. <laughs> Can't Fox even tell unless I said you know? something. Um, Brian Singer to d- direct Fox's unnamed X Men pilot. Don't <laughs> please <Yeah>. stop. <laughs> Brian Singer will not only serve as an executive producer in Fox's no, TV don't stay away X Men show. He'll be directing the pilot for the yet untitled series. The pilot was officially ordered by the network earlier this week. I agree one hundred percent with Kyle. No, please don't. <laughs> Stay away. Yes. You've already fucking ruined the movies. You have done enough. Thanks yep. a lot, buddy. Yep, you've done enough to fuck over the movies. Give him the wink and the gun and let, yep. him, let him on <laughs> let his him way. Let him go on his way. Yes, please. Uh, There's absolutely no reason to bring Brian Singer into this. I don't know why they keep doing that. I Supposedly he's like their top, or their top X-Men guy and he doesn't fucking know shit. Yikes. Dude, have you seen the commercials for Legion? I have yes, dude. I cannot wait to fuck it, dude. I'm dude. I'm on the fence about it. I think it's gonna be fucking good. I'll watch the first couple episodes and and see how it goes, but I'm kind of. I think it's gonna be kind of like that new show Riverdale. The fucking it's actually on tonight. The Archie, uh-huh. fucking show. I'm on, I'm like eh, I don't know about that. I think being on FX is what is gonna make that show. Oh, um, uh, Legion. Yeah. Yeah, because it seems like FX is like there's a little more freedom in FX to to make a better show. Well, yeah, because they have shows like Archer and Man Seeking Woman, and they have like all these other. They have like Taboo and yeah, Always Sunny, and I think they have they just have they seem to have more freedom to be a little well, more. Well, then they they launched FXX to make it more adult to have put more show like Taboo adult themed with Bane in it. Uh, no, I've heard good things about it, but I have not watched it yet. Is it good? It's different. It's different? 
Bane, you mean you mean Tom Hardy? No, he's fucking Bane. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. But I I I think it's gonna be fucking cool. I haven't I haven't caught up on shows. Like Flash came back on came back last night or no, came back Tuesday night and I watched that. But like Legends of Tomorrow is on after Flash now because they, they changed the days on that and Riverdale's on Thursday. So I still have to watch Legends of Tomorrow, but I watched Flash, I watched Arrow. Yeah, I've, both those shows were back. Both those were really good coming back episodes. Um, I don't know about Riverdale. I I haven't heard when Legion. I don't think Legion started yet. February eighth. So, a couple weeks for Legion, and then like I I just I haven't been keeping up with these shows. Like Taboo, I like I saw the commercials for it. I've seen the commercials for it, but I've never watched it. I believe Lance Bane's in it. Said it was really good. Mm-hmm. So. I haven't I haven't caught it yet. He just he just walks around going the fire rises. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> How about Donald Trump plagiarizing Bane's? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, from The Dark Knight Returns. He's just I guess his speechwriter was a fan. Yeah, I guess. No one should sue him. Right? <laughs> or take it back and give it to you, the people. Like damn, is that crazy? Way to go, Bane! Fucking, I was like, whoa. Yeah. But uh, kind of staying on that same topic Have here. You, do you watch Lucifer? You don't watch Lucifer? No, I don't watch Lucifer. Fucking show is fucking on I don't watch, fire. I don't man. watch it's, Gotham either. I need to watch Gotham because they've they've brought back the Joker. Yeah, the wannabe Joker. Yeah, nah, dude, he does it pretty good. He, he, I think. Yeah. Cameron Monaghan is a fucking pretty good actor. Yeah, but it's too early for the Joker to be involved in all that. Yes. So it's just weird. It's too early for all of them to be involved in it. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole show is based on everybody being too young. Even Bruce Wade. Yeah. You know what I mean? He didn't encounter any of these people as a kid. Right. <laughs> he didn't encounter any of these people until he became Batman. Yeah. So... But I mean, like I think next week's the Joker actually like kidnaps Bruce Wayne and like puts like the lipstick around him and I think it was this. I don't know. I got a DVR. I need to watch. Well, it. from the the fucking photos I showed, it's like they, they're trying to go with um, Scott Snyder's Joker with the removed face because it looks like his face is like stapled back on. Well, that yeah, because stitched he, back he on. Like, he like I don't know. I don't know how they brought him back, but he died. He got he got like shot in the head last season. Mm. He was, like, killed, like, in the middle of, like, they had stormed into, like, this party. Mm-hmm. And he got fucking killed. So I had to figure out how they brought him back. I have to, have to watch it. But I watched Lucifer. The fucking show is fucking awesome. Yeah. No, I have not watched Lucifer yet. It's cool. It's got to the point now where, like, they have found out that it's Lucifer's dad. You all know who Lucifer's dad is. No, I don't. Enlighten me. God. No. You mean the devil? <laughs> no, Lucifer is the devil. Yeah. His dad is God. Yeah. Oh. And uh what he did was we found out now that there's a cop, a detective that he like runs around and helps solve crimes with. Whenever he she is near him, he loses all of his power. Hmm. And like he can like he can like be shot and killed and hurt and and once she's a, a certain amount of away from him, like he's back to his power of having the devil and intimidating and like you know, tell me your desires, and he can't get hurt and shit. 
But what happened was God had come down. Actually, God had told his brother to get the mom of the detective mm-hmm. and did something. So, like, he's, like, like he, like, intervened and, like, so that they would, like, come together at this point in time. And then that's kind of where it ends. But it's, it's fucking a pretty cool show. Like... Like, he, like, cut his wings off, and fucking somebody stole them, and then he got them back, and he fucking set them on fire. So he's got, like, these huge, like, scars on his back. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just never... I think I watched, like, the first two episodes, and I was like, I'm done. I just never got into it. It ended up being a really... I mean, it's almost the end of the second season. It's actually pretty cool. It's one of my look-forward-to shows, you know what I mean, every week. Like, I, I, I try not to miss it. That and Bones, because it's on the final season. It's the, the fucking beauty of DVR, huh? Yep, the beauty of DVR. That's like <laughs> one, of the, that's one of the greatest things ever made right there. Um, Let's see. Sticking kind of on the, um, the X-Men TV series front here. The X-Men TV series to feature some familiar characters. As previously revealed, um, the still-untitled pilot centers on two ordinary parents who discover their child possesses mutant powers. On the run from the government, they join with an underground network of mutants and must fight to survive. Um, the fire rises. <laughs> Stupid. When pressed about what Marvel characters the fans might see uh, expect to see, writer Matt Nix replied, the only thing that I can say is that it's a some of those things are slightly up in the air. But the fact that it's a question I can't answer tells you something. He then added, uh, suffice it to say, it's a show that contains some characters that fans will be excited about. I can't talk about any specifics, but it's not like there won't be any X-Men in it. Who would you like to see in the show? In the X-Men show? Yeah. Jubilee. Like, I, that's what I, was trying, I was trying to think of like off-the-cuff X-Men that you like Banshee. Well, you know Banshee from the movies, but um like Rachel Summers could be in the show. Um Fucking Rogue. Rogue, even though she was in the movies. Like I don't know I don't know if they're gonna put like you can't have an X Men movie without Cyclops. Like you know Cyclops is gonna have to be in it. <laughs> what? I was like, they should do one that's like Teen Titans, but the X-Men. Uh, teen X-Men? <laughs> you mean the original X-Men? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, that's fucking funny. We're going to cast a movie and call it a... No, they're all like nine years old. Yeah. But I know it's... I don't know. They should have something that rhymes with Wolverine. Yeah. Some smooth criminals down under. <laughs> I don't know who I like. To, I don't really care for X for that much. I, I like the movies because Brian Singer does them. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're all about Brian Singer, huh? I don't know. Like I was sitting there today when I was looking at that, I was like, "What X Men would I want to see in that show?" Mm. Like, there's not like you could put Gambit in there. You could put. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like all these other X Men that could have went in that show that aren't in the books anymore. There's probably a ton of them. I just can't think of anything right now. <laughs> you fucking brain dead. Yeah, but like you could have, I don't know, 
like because there's some characters that are just for the anime series only. So like Morph was just for the fucking show, the cartoon only. I don't think Morph was ever actually in the comic book. I'm trying to think who would I like to see in the TV show. Raven. She's not a fucking. She's not an X Men. She's a Teen <laughs> Titan. Not that Raven. Oh, okay. Dupe. Mystique. Fucking dupe. Blob. <laughs> Blob. Mystique. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like all the different X Men that could be in the show. Angel, since they kind of removed him from the movies. Although I guess he was in, he was just in Don, uh, not Don of Justice, but um, X Men Apocalypse as Archangel. I don't know. I, I don't know. Let us know who you think should be in the, the X Men TV show. Powerless. Yeah. That like, movie, that show's coming out soon. Yeah, February. In February, yeah. And they're working at like Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's not. Is it Wayne Enterprises? Yeah. It's, yeah. They're in Gotham. I think that's fucking cool. Um, and that chick that's in there is so fucking hot. Yeah. I can't think of her name right now. Oh. Let's see. Um, Marvel and Square Enix joined forces on an Avenger game. Yesterday, Marvel urged fans to tune in for a special announcement. Well, today, Marvel revealed that it has uh, joined forces with the well-known video game developer Square Enix for a multi-year, multi-game partnership. That will kick off with the Avengers project. Uh, the game's story will be an original and introduce uh, a universe gamers can play for years to come. More information about this Avengers project will be further uh, will come further into 2018. Oh, here's the trailer thing for it. Yep, it's pretty cool. I'll post it on the Facebook after. Uh, once we upload this, there's Thor's hammer. It's kind of all in there, yeah. Oh yeah, is it? It's it's essentially like it. From a what I can see, there, yeah, it's a game where they're gonna like all reassemble into Voltron. <laughs> Voltron or Ultron? <laughs> they're gonna break dance fight. <laughs> they're gonna bust out the cardboard. Yep. Oh, that shit's funny. Uh, let's see. Let's fucking see. Fight Zombies is Kevin Smith and Call of Duty Infinite Warfare's newest DLC. Activision has announced that the 90s icon Kevin Smith from Clerks, Mallrats, and Dogma will join the bloody fray and sabotage the upcoming DLC pack for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. His character will lend players a hand with the hordes of zombies. So, I think it's pretty cool he's in there. He's just got his little grubby little dick meters and anything. Yeah, he's, now. he's pretty much everywhere now all of a sudden, yeah. You know what? And you know what he's not doing? Writing movies. Yeah. R- well, writing good good movies anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the problem. He's too, uh, he's, he's uh, spread himself too thin. He can't actually write a good movie. Um, too busy. That could be. Did you see what was it? Harley Quinn wanted to be in. Uh, she was making like a like a, a thing that she wants to be in the uh, Gotham City Sirens since her name's already Harley Quinn. 
No. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know what? I don't know how well that movie's going to do. Gotham City Sirens. Uh, as long as they make out a lot, it'll be just fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he to go back to your point, he kind of does have his his little fingers, his chubby, chubby little fucking Dick sausage Peters. fingers and, and everything lately. And next he's going to go up to Canada and get put in, or, well, yeah, he's going to go up to Canada and do moose jaws and he's going to be put into a video game and he's going to direct more CW shows. He's just kind of everywhere. Little Kevin Smith everywhere. Little Kevin Smith everywhere. Little Kevin Smith everywhere. Uh, and the final piece of news I have is that Deadpool to receive an Oscar nomination. Not so fast. Despite its best efforts, Deadpool was denied an Oscar hey. nomination after much campaigning from the studio creators and star Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds took it to Twitter to, re- uh, to react to the news, saying regularly scheduled tickle fights at Camp Deadpool are still on. Congratulations to the nominees and their brilliant films. She said, she said, Here's her quote. Even before they mentioned that she was going to make a spinoff, I talked to my agent and I was like, honestly, I know this isn't even a project yet, but I just want you to know when the day comes that they do start putting this into production, I need to make sure that if there's a young Harley Quinn role, that there's no other than Harley Quinn plays a role. Was like, And she was like, okay. She's like, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So Harley Quinn wants to play Harley Quinn. Yeah. She's still at a convenience store where she works at a convenience store. But see, I don't... I know she wants to play Harley Quinn. I don't see her being a good Harley Quinn. And I see... I think Margot Robbie is a great Harley Quinn. If Harley Quinn... Except for the accent. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to cast her as Harley Quinn... But I just don't... (laughs) I don't see her... Being a that kind of role, yeah, I don't see her pulling off Harley Quinn that way. I don't know. It's just maybe it's just me. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. But that's yeah. all the news I've got for this week. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, no. Do Do you see her being Harley Quinn? She just doesn't have the look. Yeah. She's named Harley Quinn. I just always cause her, her. Just because her name is Harley Quinn, she doesn't have the look to represent the character from the comic. Oh yeah, you know. But every time I see her, I see Harley Quinn. Well, of course, you see Harley Quinn Smith. <laughs> you don't see Harley Quinzel. No, you know. Yeah. I don't think she. I don't think she. She doesn't have the chops to pull that off, and her voice is too low. Yeah. Or too deep, I should say. She's got a bad voice. Yeah. She's got a bad voice, baby. She's got a man voice, baby. <laughs> she got a man voice, baby. <laughs> you gotta hold your hand on your. On <laughs> She's your got a man voice, baby. <laughs> there you go. See how much better it came out. No, it still that? fucking sounds terrible. <laughs> if you just that—that's the trick, though. You have to put your hand still on your headphone. Terrible. She's got a man voice, baby. You know. Yeah. All right. Well. It's time for that part of the show where we get into some comic book reviews. What everybody's really been waiting for yeah, for the last... for the fucking hour and seven minutes we've been bantering about nothing. Oh, shit. We have literally complained and bitched about <laughs> things that should not even be talked about on this show. <laughs> like, 
Honestly, like I, we started with the doomsday clock thing just because it was funny, and then it went into like this whole <laughs> fucking like abortion of just fucking how fucked the world is, and then <laughs> how fucked kids are because people don't fucking smack their kids anymore. And welcome to the new show. Yeah, welcome to our new show. Right? Fuck. You told we told you we were gonna yeah. grow and change and do things. Now. Yeah, that's that's true. But I just, we said we were gonna bitch more. Yeah. Remember to uh, spay and neuter, neuter your children. Spay and neuter your children. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's, it's it's just. Sorry about the fucking hour and eight minutes of us pitching. But what the fuck are you apologizing for? I don't know. Fuck it. Let's review some comic books. God damn it. Start us off. Uh, what do we want to start with? What do you have different than me? Nothing. God damn it. That means I'll start. Uh, what do you have different than me? Oh, I um, have. Uh, I have Batman Beyond. There you go. One of the titles that's going to go up a dollar. Yep. The one of the titles that is moving to $3 very soon. Uh, You know, I'm going to say one thing about this week's titles. Everything was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was a nice change of pace because the last couple weeks, the last two weeks in a row, everything's been kind of bland. Yeah. And bland and just fucking boring. Whoa, whoa. Okay. This was actually a pretty cool issue. Uh, Where we left off, Terry McGinnis was caught. What was that? What? Did you just like burp or hiccup or like choke? I or? like exhaled weird. Oh, I thought you were like choking in your own spit over kind there. Kind of like on my own air. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking choking on your own but, greatness over there. Shit. Where this starts <laughs> off is uh, Terry McGinnis and Deanna are, they're, they found out that Terry McGinnis dressed up like a Joker's mm-hmm. and tried to infiltrate him. So now he's tied up and strung upside down and they're they're shooting acid at him. And he's sitting there spacing out saying, fuck, this is so much easier when Bruce was in my ear fucking being controlling and helping me. And he's, and he's, like, he's pretty much like, I got to snap out of it. This is fucking, you know, now I'm in this predicament. I don't have my bat suit. I need to fucking, you know, it's trash. I need to figure out what the fuck is going on. I need Bruce. I need Bruce. And then uh, his little brother's running around trying to help him too. Trying to give him Bruce. Yeah. So he's, so so Matt is running around right now. No, I'm not. I'm sitting right here. You are sitting right there. <laughs> but a So what happens is he 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 pulls it. He has a little knife hidden and he pulls it out. And he he cuts himself free. And uh, so he's like, you know, like he's kind of like, ah, I figured, you know, like without Bruce, I still figure out a way to get out of a situation. And while he's running, his brother's running past. Because remember, I told you where um, the Joker's are the Joker's dead, and they're bringing him back to life. Yes. So, as he's running by, Matt hears hears him talk. Another guy talking to Joker and says, "Until I have everything Wayne had," and he's like, "Wait, that didn't sound right. Why is he bringing him back to Joker?" And uh, so he ends up. Uh, telling Deanna, you know, I kind of, she's like, I thought you were dead. I, I, I'm not dead. And they kind of, you know, do this little banter back and forth. Well, he, he finds his brother and his brother says, Hey, I, I took something from the cave that might help you. And it was another fucking Batman suit. It's actually, so he's like, cool. He's like, this isn't the same suit I had before. Cause that suit had gotten like ripped up and destroyed. Yeah. And, uh, so he puts on. It's actually a dope looking fucking 
Batman suit. That is really cool. I like I like how it's more blacked out. And then it's just got like the red eyes. Yeah, so it's like it's like a he was like, maybe this was a prototype, but I think what actually this is, is it's a more sophisticated bat smoot suit. Uh, the, That's actually really cool. The the, uh, the weapons on it are smaller. They're in the same spots, but instead of... They're the same weapons, but they've been condensed down. Mm-hmm. And like his wings are thinner, and nice. so it's easier for him to maneuver and, and do what he needs to do. So he pretty much does what Batman does in style is, is he pretty much just walks around and fucks everybody up. He fucks Batman in style. So he's kind of, and he's kind of figuring this out too. He's like, you know, like he, he goes there and these little, two little pills pop out. And he's like, what the fuck are these? And he throws them. They fucking huge explosions. And, you know, he's not sure, you know, like his, his uh, wings are more bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's pretty much what he does. He pretty much like, and like he has, uh, like from the like the Batman movies, the sonar, he's got the same thing inside of it. So he can he can actually, the sonar is actually going on. He can see what's going on all around him. Yeah, you know, just by the noises and everything, he can he can pinpoint and see in a radar type way what's going on. And then he ends up uh, saving Deanna from one of the Jokers, and then that's when she finds out that he's actually Terry. And then she's pissed because she's like, motherfucker, you fucking, how long have you been Batman? And she's like, he's like, since high school. And she's like, he's like, you fucking didn't tell me that you were Batman for years. And, you know, I didn't want you to get, you know, and she's like, if you're going to say that you did this for my own good, I swear. And they're like, no, we need to get the fuck out of here. And uh, so as they're running to the roof, um, the dude that's got Joker they're they're leaving in a in a in a ship and he says it again he says about Bruce Wayne and the guy's like what are you talking about what this the joker and he's like and then they they go into this room that they had just left and there was a fingerprint and a uh, voice recognition and a picture up there he's not bringing the joker back he's not uh-uh, he's bringing Bruce Wayne back to make look like the joker what so he's actually brought Bruce Wayne fucking back to life. That's weird. The Joker's have, and he's he's, and he's doing it so he could take over Bruce Wayne's fortune, and that's where it left off. Mm-hmm. And it says, subject identity confirmed as Bruce Wayne. Retina scan confirmed. Fingerprint concerned confirmed. DNA test confirmed. And then uh, Terry goes, Bruce Wayne's alive, and that's where it end, and that's where it ends. It was actually a fucking really good. It's a lot better than the last Batman Beyond run was because remember that one fucking petered out to shit. Yeah. So very good twist, it, you know. For the I mean, it's only four issues in, but for the last four issues, they made you believe that they were uh, bringing the Joker back when they're not. They're actually bringing Bruce Wayne back. That's fucking. If that's so, not only does he. Find out Bruce Wayne's alive. We find out that he didn't really bring the Joker back, and he gets a badass new suit, all in one fucking issue. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you rock. Eight point seven. Wow, really? Fuck yeah. Best Damn. issue of Batman Beyond yet. I mean, it's only four in. I can't. But it started out strong, and it's still. Jurgens is kicking ass with this one with this run of Batman Beyond. Like I don't know, he's he got a muse. I don't know if fucking Salma Hayek. Jurgens. 
Dan Jurgens. Yeah. Uh, you never met him? Nope. Um, I don't know if Selma Hayek has gone to Dan and she's sitting next to him and and she he's he he's fucking musing and fucking flowing with I don't know what it is, but it's a really good issue. So, eight point seven. Damn. You are. Really high on Batman Beyond, huh? Yeah, that, that's, that's an interesting twist though, that they're bringing Bruce Wayne back to life. Yeah. Oh, th- through the Joker, like that's that's weird. Like he's 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 like painting him up as the Joker. Yeah. So everybody thinks it's the Joker, but they're actually bringing Bruce Wayne. He's actually bringing Bruce Wayne back. So that'll make me wonder what Bruce Wayne does. Um, going forward, it'll be crazy. Yeah. So it was an interesting twist. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why they would bring him back, but okay. We're going to find out, I guess. Um, Teen Titans? Okay. If you guys aren't reading this book... Teen Titans number four. You guys should go and find the, la- the first three issues. And fucking- Trial by Combat. This is a fucking phenomenal issue. On this issue, Damian Wayne returns back to his grandfather, Ra's al Ghul. And to ask his grandfather to call off the demon fist from attacking the, the Teen Titans and, and trying to kill the Teen Titans. And, and Ra's just kind of playing coy with them. And Damien offers to fight his cousin, who is the leader of the hand of the, or the leader of the, um, what is it? Is it Order of the Fist or Hand of the Fist? Or? I thought it was like the Death Squad or something. Um, but he's he's um basically demon his fist. demon fist. Thank you. His cousin is the the leader of the demon fist, and Damon was supposed to lead lead them, and he actually beat her and cut her once, and then left to go be uh, Batman's sidekick after he found out that he was Batman's son. And uh, he comes back, and he was like, "Listen, I'll if you let me do this, I'll you know I'll join you and." His kind of con- cousin kind of confronted him, and then it was like, "What makes you think that you deserve to join us?" And um, Damien challenges it to a trial by combat, and they start fighting, and Damien gets the better of her, and he was like, "See, grandfather, I'm I'm still good, and now leave my friend to call off the attack, leave my friend alone." And she kind of sneak attacks him from behind, and uh, this whole issue is essentially Damien and her fighting it out, and Damien and to the death but not really yeah the death. to the death to the it's death supposed to be and then her and uh damien speaking or well damien sort of speaking to to Raish to kind of convince him to spare the rest of the teen titans and once damien gets beat up they take him away um to the kind of this holding cell because they have to wait because they yeah. are he's bleeding out because she fucking she threw she stabbed him and he, she has to drink his blood to be the, yep. the final winner. And as this is going on, the Teen Titans decide, you know what? He's Damien has done this for us. Even though he's a self-centered little fuck, we need to go save him. Yeah. So as this is going on, they're actually the Teen Titans are actually trying to figure out how to save Damien. Save Damien. And at the end, they kind of break into the. Um I'm not going to spoil the end because you will. 
I guess at the end they kind of so Damien's locked up and then like the door kicks in and he's like, "All right, let's do this. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You're not going to get the better of me in round two. In it's the Teen Titans. Yep. So, um, we'll see. Hopefully that they fare well in the next turn. Uh, well, next issue. But if not, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It was a killer issue. I mean, it was. There was a fight to the death, which shows that Damien is is really uh, he, he's really gone to the teachings of of Bruce because mm-hmm. he could have finished her off, and it, it was probably a different time he would have finished her off, but he actually he didn't. So that was actually kind of cool. Well, yeah. Instead of yeah, he could have he showed that he's better than them by not killing her. Yep. But. Well, and it was kind of cool to see the conflict, the internal struggle and conflict between um, the uh, the Teen Titans with whether they're going to help Damien or not, seeing as though, you know, Beast Boy gives a big speech about Red Robin being a cool person and always talking to he's him. He's the and, cool uncle, the awesome brother, yeah, the fucking, yeah. He's all of that stuff. Um, so it was a good, it was a good book. What did you give it? I gave it an, I gave it an 8.5. I'm going to go solid eight. Solid eight. Solid eight. Yeah, I mean, all these books this week are really good. Solid eight for a solid 8.4. <laughs> so, yeah, solid eight out of 10 for me. <clears throat> so, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. That's a good day. <laughs> um, Detective? Yeah. Uh, Detective Comics 949. We're inching closer, ever so closer to that thousand. <laughs> um, and this is the last issue with... Uh, the Batwoman Begins. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed this issue. I really did enjoy this issue. The issue opens up with with uh, Cassandra Kane, right? Cassandra? No, not Cassandra. Um, God damn it. <laughs> Her last name's Kane. I know that. Um I can't think of Batgirl's. I can't think of Batwoman's fucking first name. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it'll come to me. Um, she's kind of watching. It kind of goes back to the beginning, and she's watching um, Batman's movements and trying to Kate Kate Kane. She's watching uh, Batman's movements and trying to mimic him and and see what he does as she's still trying like fighting crime and. She's still under kind of the tutelage of her father in in the military and everything. And she's still kind of got that military mindset when Batman sneaks up on her one night and confronts her. And he's like, why do you hate me? And and she she says she doesn't. She's like, what do you mean? And he, or not hate me, but why are you following me? And why are you watching me? And why are you doing everything that I do? And watching me. Mimicking me and. And stuff, and she kind of just gives this whole sob story to him, and and she talks about how like they reminisce about how she shot Batman once in the knee, and then the next day her her cousin Bruce came over and he had a bandage in that same area and a limp, and that's when she knew that he was Batman and that she knew why he was doing the things he was doing. But Bruce's kind of thought process was, you have to do be Batwoman for you your own reasons. You. Yeah. I like that cover. I like how they went with the old school fucking um Miller or uh Frank Miller Batman. Let me see the one you got. 
This is the Raphael Albuquerque cover. Is it? Yeah. But um, essentially, it, it's kind of like Batman's or Batwoman's whole um, it, it it's leading into kicking off her individual book. Um, is where it's going. This is the regular cover. But she kind of is going through this whole process where there's still there's still someone on the black market trying to sell the fucking monster mm-hmm. night of monster men fucking disease <sighs> and trying to sell it off to people and they're going um she's trying to stop it and she goes to see her father and he was like I know we need to do this and I know you need my help but I wanted to say I want to talk to you face to face take off your mask and she tells him basically fuck you fuck you and um then he's like, all right. He was like, are you sure? He was like, I know that we have to do this together. He's like, are you sure you're ready for this? Are you sure you're trained? And she says, absolutely. And the final page is her leaping off a building. And it's just follow, you know, Batgirl's Adventures and Batgirl Rebirth number one. So that comes out in February. So that that's something to look forward to if you're a Batgirl fan. Not Batgirl, Batwoman. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, Batwoman. the art in this book, it's fucking... I like it. Yes, it is very good. The art in that book is very good. And then the 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 girl, the lady, I think it's a lady, the woman that's writing this book with Tenyon mm-hmm. is who is going to be writing Batwoman. Yeah. I thought Tenyon was writing Batwoman. I thought you said Tenyon was writing Batwoman. It's a uh, Bennett. What's her name? Um, Margaret. Margaret Bennett is going to oh. be writing Batwoman. Okay. See, I thought she was the artist at first until I actually. Oh, see, Tinian is going to be writing it too. Both of them are going to be writing Batwoman. Okay. So I might actually pick up Batwoman. Well, it might be, it might be both of them are writing the Rebirth issue because this, like they said, the last two issues of Detective have kind of been flowing into that it's yeah. kind of like the prelude to the actual rebirth issue so maybe that's why it has both of them on there because they've both been writing this story together and i bet you after this story's over they'll branch off and and go and uh do their own thing follow kate kane to batwoman rebirth number one on sale february 15th and in two weeks, Detective Comics 950, a 38-page special prologue. Prologue? Prologue to League of Shadows. Ooh. So that sounds interesting. Yes, it does. It sounds like an excuse to make this book more money. I gave that book a 7.5. It was really good. It was good. It kept my interest. It was it was nicely paced. The art was beautiful. I just I just don't feel like again, where where's the Tim Drake stuff? It's just gone for yeah, right now. Again, like they're, they're, they they've totally like put it on the back burner and like they, they, it's just like the elephant in the room right like now. Like they give you the the hints of what's going on with Tim Drake and then it's like two to three weeks before. Well, well, okay, the book comes out every two weeks, so it's been four weeks since we saw what happened to Tim. Uh huh. So they give you that little morsel of what's going on with Tim and then they they jump away for X amount of weeks before they go back to it. Um. Flash? Yeah. Dude. Flash 15. Flash was on point. Um, yeah, it was actually one of the better Flash issues for the last couple it, issues. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I was really glad that they were going to be introducing this new arc. 
I know the first one was kind of an last week's or last two weeks ago was kind of an introductory and it was kind of slow. Yeah. But it was getting everything rolling and I'm I really liked the pace of this issue. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean there's not a whole lot going on in this issue. Um it's almost it's I mean it's mirror mastered essentially. Yeah. Well, it's essentially the rogues are trying to steal a statue. But it's a, it's a cover up. It's they're yeah. not even trying to steal right. it. It's just it's a diversion tactic. They Right. Well, we don't Barry doesn't figure that out until he's already there fighting him as Flash, but he's been looking for the rogues and and essentially he believes that the rogues are in South America, I believe. Um I thought they're in Europe somewhere. Maybe. Because uh, they're trying to steal a statue that's worth a ton of gold. And um, the f- they're doing it overseas. Mm-hmm. And what essentially it comes out to be is that they start attacking this bank and then or this museum or whatever it is yeah. to steal this gold statue. And Flash shows up. And he realizes that, you know, he kind of kicks everyone's ass a little bit. And then Captain Cold is sitting there and he's got a woman hostage. And he goes, what's not right with this picture is that Snard, you know, it's he's not right. Or he's right-handed. Yeah. And he was holding the gun up to her with his left. Yeah. And so he kind of was caught off guard by that. And then that's when he was, you know, it was revealed to him that it was all a cover-up and that mirror master was covering it all up and that the real rogues were somewhere else. It looked like, um, they were in, and the biggest was when golden glider fell and, and mirror master didn't run over to help help her. her. Right. That's when he knew for sure that it was that he was being fucking duped. Mm. But it was, I mean, yeah. And then he fucking has to fight fucking mirror monster. Yeah. Like it's nothing but mirrors in this place. So it was fucking, he was fucking pretty much having his way with Flash until, you know, Flash does his Flash thing and he even says it. He's like, hey, I, I have fought you enough times. I knew what you were going to do. Yeah. You were going to fucking break all the mirrors, you know, try to, you know, to, to get one over on me. He says, but I'm going to get one over on you. And he fucking creates that, that mirror monster. And I sh- fucking him up for a minute and then he you know he's flash and he's a fucking smart motherfucker and he figures out what he has to do to get rid of it and then he kind of figures out that the whole plan is he's just it was a distraction right so and that they can hit different places in, in in central city yeah so that they could just run amok for a while without having to deal with flash because he's so far and he kind of has that realization at the end of the book where he's like oh no what do i do did they figure out my weakness where they figured out to fight me all individually instead of all at once, um, what's going to happen? And that's when it, it kind of ends. So I, I really enjoyed this book. I give this book a seven, five. I'm going to give it an eight. I just, I don't feel like, I just feel like with how there wasn't enough going on to give it an eight. Like it was very contained for what it was, but I, I mean, it had good elements, and I'm excited to see where the story arc goes, and it's definitely by far better than the last two fucking story arcs we've gotten of The Flash. <laughs> yeah. But it was very contained, so I'm interested to see where it goes. And so, our last book of the night. Fucking Reborn. Reborn number four. Is this your pick of the night, the pick of the week? Um, 
honestly, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. They're all pretty good. Yeah, it's it's a toss up between Reborn and Teen Titans. If you're gonna take Teen Titans, then I'll take Reborn. But it's kind of a toss up between those two books. Honestly. I had taken Teen Titans last night when we were talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's still Reborn is still one of my favorite books, and it if you know Reborn is done by. Mark Millar and Greg Capullo. It's the book he left Batman to go draw. Um, I mean, it's still a really good book. If you're not reading it, it's only four issues in. I would definitely say pick it up. It's got a lot of... I'm sure it's going to be hard to find first prints of probably the first two or three. It's got a lot of... Yeah, it's got a lot of funny moments in there, though. It's got a lot of, of um, drama built into it and then some comedy. Um. I'm trying to like it's it's hard for me to remember names of characters because I read so many fucking comics. Um, what is the name of the main character of this book? Essentially, with Reborn, what it is is this woman dies, and she gets transferred over to essentially the other realm, where everyone that she's met in her life is there. Her dad, um, but her husband is missing. So she's trying to search her husband for her husband. But when they die, she becomes young again. And um, they're, essentially she's going on this quest to find her husband, but she runs into her dad. And she l- learns that these people believe that like she's the chosen one. That There's a prophecy. Her prophecy says that she's foretold to come and that she's going to kill the like main bad guy. Um, if I can remember his name. Uh, it was kind of a surprise ending at the end of that one. At the end of this issue, I didn't. Oh, my fucking book's got dings in it. Dings everywhere, bro. <laughs> but this book is. I like. I mean, it. It. This book started out real good because it, it. It left off with them. They had gotten tricked and they had. They were running from everybody and someone had said, "Come through this door and you'll be safe." And what it was was it was a door dimension to like, the prison. It's like a it's like a island in space that's like floating, and it's like a prison where they keep a lot of people locked up, mm-hmm. and they're trapped there and they're trying to figure out how the fuck to get out of here. And she's like, and she's starting to realize that her powers are starting to manifest evolve and, yeah. and, and come into her, and she's starting to figure out that she that this is you know what to do. And I mean, there's there's an awesome couple panels in this where she. She fucking kicks this dude and gets a gun, and then she just fucking goes ballistic. Yeah. And she's just, all these creatures that are there, she's like... Well, they've got her held at, like, a prayer site, a, a dark prayer site where you can pray for negative things when you have a sacrifice. No, they're not there yet. That, they're still in the prison. Oh, shit, yeah. They escaped I'm, the prison. I'm ahead of you, then. Yeah. I'm, like, on, like, the second page. Yeah. But they had, they had, they're trying to, what happened, and then they were like... Well, the best way to fight all these people is to release all these prisoners. Yeah, that's because right. Because they're going to help right. us. And then they all turn on them. And they turned on them, and they actually captured them. And then in capturing them, they took them to the to the negative prayer zone. And her dad says that's the one thing about people is that no matter what their intentions are, they're bad. They're always going to do bad. Mm-hmm. And then the, yeah, they get to the negative zone, <clears throat> negative prayer zone. Where basically they can make a prayer for anything they want or pray for anything they want as long as it's negative. Uh-huh. And um, it's not like, what is it? It can't be. Uh, 
They can never wish for anything good. Yep. Um, and it's, it's like right in front of the Statue of Liberty holding a giant AK-47. <laughs> and then the the Ruby Empress of the Stars was the girl that didn't like her in high school. Yep. So she's finally like has this opportunity to fucking get back at the girl that she didn't like from high school. And she didn't like her not because she was popular or nothing, but she didn't like her because she was quiet and not liked and and plain. And, th- and that's why she didn't actually like her, which is kind of an interesting Shitty. twist. Yeah. yeah. And then she figures out that... And then her, her cat comes back. Yes. Her cat with a fucking... General Frost. <laughs> yes, with a, with a, with a vengeance and, because he was neutered. Yeah, all he does is bitch about how he got neutered. Which it like, yeah, that's funny. And she and he has her sword. Yep. And and her dad pretty much says, "Hey, this you're you know the prophecy says we're gonna get out of this," and they're like, "You're not getting out of it." And she's like, "Well, the prophecy says that she is going to." Yeah, and the, be the victor. he's like, well, "The prophecy said we're gonna get out of it," and then the the witch is kind of like, "Well, she's gonna get out of it, but what does the prophecy say about you, huh, fat boy?" And uh, that's when um, General Frost General freezer. Frost shows up and freezes everybody. Yeah. Except for her, he her head to toe. Um, cut his, cut her fucking hat off. Yep, freezing everyone around him head to toe. And uh, as she's as he's getting ready to freeze her, she pl- she prays and says that she wishes that um, everyone she sympathizes with them, and then she wishes kind of like everyone would die. Yep, she says, "I wish you were all dead," and he's like. Oh no! <laughs> and then there's a fucking not there's there's two awesome bloody panels in this book. There's one in the beginning where she's shooting everybody up, and then there's one where she wished everybody was dead, and like all these like spears come flying out of from, from the sky and fucking killed everybody. So now he doesn't have to worry about being neutered anymore. Cause he did. Cause he's dead. He's a dead fucking cat. And then they wish for the chains to go away because it's negative. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty much like, um, all right, we got something to do. Here's my sword. It's, I love the way that fucking this demon guy is drawn in this book. Yeah. And then it switches over to that, and they pretty much say uh, that they were. They got away, you know, Frost is dead and his men are too, and Demon Dude's pretty much like, well, of course, they're fat and lazy. <laughs> and then they pretty much talk that, you know, she he's counting on them showing up and that they have to get a bunch of blood into this thing so they because they're trying to open a doorway back to uh, Living Earth. And that's, and that, so they're banking on this coming to through this so they can actually get back and fucking wreak havoc on living earth instead of in this, you know, ghost world. And then he decides to make love to his big ass, weird looking lion dragon. Yep. And that's where it ended. Just where it ended. I wish to make love to my urethra. I'm just saying it's not urethra. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean this I mean this book was really good too. Like this is 
I give this book a nine. It's staying pretty good. I'm gonna get a new copy. My phone fucked up. Nine out of ten. Yeah, it was really good. It was bloody. It was riveting. It was action packed. Action packed. General Frost fucking gets dead. So if you're not reading Reborn, you need to fix that. Well, they pretty much know what's going on. We've been talking about it for four issues. It's a great book, man. It's pretty good. It's a great book. Like, I think, I think the last issue, I was kind of worried. Maybe it's the second issue. When they were, like, on dirt roads with flying cars and they tr- ride their their old pets and shit. I thought that was kind of weird. I thought it was... I thought it was going to, like, go off into, like, a different way, but it didn't. So I'm kind of glad that it uh, it got back on track and it's actually staying good. Yeah. It's an, inter- it's an interesting concept. I mean, with the whole afterlife thing and and you being recreated, or, re- well, not recreated, but brought back younger to, and fighting a battle. And it's just weird that she's, like, still looking for her husband and everything. And his mother consent is, con- you know, her father's consent on not knowing stuff and, and he's kind of like where's my you know i don't know where your mother is and she's like trying to find your her mother. husband throughout the whole thing and it's just it's interesting to where they're going with it and i want to see you know how far they take it or they're going to take it all the way to the end well i'm sure they will <laughs> you know but it's a good book i'm glad i'm reading it so you gave it a nine i gave it a nine yeah i gave it an eight five we're just not on the same page at all tonight. Mm-mm. Anywhere. Mm-mm. We're just all over the spectrum, but that's all right. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. But, uh, yeah, unless you have anything else, that's, that's all I've got for this week. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So for the Absolute Geek Podcast this week, I am Matt. And I am Doomsday Clock Kyle. <laughs> Reminding you to support your local comic shops. Keep them back and boarded. Turn back that Doomsday Clock. And we'll see you next time.